Welcome to Amplifying Wellness with TLC. Yes, we did update the name. It's a podcast dedicated to your self-care and wellness. We will be sharing guest stories, information, and tips on how to live healthier and happier lives. We are Twin Life Coaching and Business Services with your host, myself, Tara Lehman, and my business partner, twin, and best friend, Barb Schutz. Hello, everybody. We care about increasing awareness around self-care and mental health through this podcast, coaching, consulting, workshops, and our new community. To find out more about all our services and our community, please visit twinlifecoaching.ca. As a reminder, this podcast is for sharing of stories and information only and is not intended to be or replace any medical advice that you are seeking or have received. So thanks, Tara. So just so everybody knows, today we're going to be focusing our conversation around a topic that Tara and I both love and do a lot of coaching around, which is habits. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The good, the bad, and the ugly. We all have those habits that are great, Mm -hmm. some that are bad, and some that aren't. And today we're also going to talk a little bit around how to turn them around into better habits using those baby steps most of us like to take. So I guess maybe it's just Tara and I today. We don't have a guest. So Tara, maybe you can Mm -hmm. share with everybody one of your bad habits that you would like to try to change. Yes, yes, yes. It is my exercise habit. Okay, so guests, you probably don't know. I have some issues with my upper back and neck, both because of medical reasons and also because, you know, I live a sedentary lifestyle. I work in front of a computer like most people do in an office every single day, right? Barb's nodding her head. Yeah, (laughs) I totally 100% agree with that. That is especially through the last few years when people started having to work from home and you're in front of a computer, you are very, your lifestyle has changed. You're not walking from one office down the hall Mm -hmm. to go see your boss or a coworker. You're literally picking up the phone or turning on your computer. So yeah, Yeah. I can totally see that being something that people would want to change and why that would be a habit of yours that you want to change. Yeah. I mean, even when I worked before the bathroom was even further away than it is at home when I work remotely from home now. Right. So, and I have been given some very back to the basic stretching type exercises as well from my medical practitioner. And some days I just forget to do them or I do them only once instead of three times a day. And I really need to change that habit. I really need to create a really great habit around making sure I'm moving more and I'm doing the exercises that my doctor has provided me. So that's great great because, you know, that's a a good habit to build for lots of reasons, not just because the doctor told you to, right? So that's mobility, right? Mobility. That's huge. It keeps us, keeps us healthy too. So, So that's my bad habit. Now, Barb, I'm curious, and I already know, but what's yours? <laughs> so one of my bad habits that I really would love to change um, would be that, and I'm sure there's lots of listeners out there going to agree with this one, that hitting the snooze button. So, mm. you know, you set the alarm yes. for 6.30, but you really don't have to get up till 7. That's that's kind of me. So you set the alarm <laughs> for 6.30, and I know I don't have to be out of bed. So I hit snooze, and I hit snooze again. And I hit snooze a third time and then I get up. Mm -hmm. But really what I could do is just set the alarm for seven and and get up. And then I would have an extra half an hour of sleep. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I would I would worry that if I set it for seven, I might hit snooze until seven thirty, and then I'm really struggling to get my day started. And You're gonna be so, late, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you still got to have your morning routine, right? And so yeah. that is one of mine, and I keep telling myself if I just got up when I said it, I could sleep longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And, so, and I hear that from so many of my clients, so many of yeah. them, they just, and, you know, especially in the winter. And I think, you know, we're in Canada and in the winter, it's darker in the morning and your yeah. body doesn't have that natural light to wake it up. And maybe that's when the habits are worse, but I hear it from so many clients. So yeah. Let's talk a little bit about those other, you know, bad habits we hear about from clients. Do you have any that come up over and over and over again for some of your clients that are bad habits they're trying to break that are common? Uh, yeah, especially at, like yours, it's the getting more exercise in, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've had some clients, of course, who want to have, uh, quit smoking. So smoking mm -hmm. cessation is a very um, common one. Um yeah, around nutrition, of course. Yeah, the bad habits of they can eat lots of fruits and vegetables in a day. That's not a problem, but they mm -hmm. have the problem also adding all the the sweets and treats. Mm -hmm. uh, or people who can't fit in or don't like vegetables and fruit, and yeah. trying to break that habit of finding something they can enjoy. And mm -hmm. so there's, a, I would say, a lot of clients lately, especially um, around exercise and food. Um, just even, you know, when they go to family events and mm -hmm. the habit of sitting yeah. at the table and eating and not socializing yes. and, you know, they're not yeah. actually talking to everyone that they're there to actually see, they Just become introverted and sit around the, the dinner table, so to speak. And mindlessly eat instead. Yeah. 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 What about you? Anything lately with your clients? Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that. And I deal a lot with um, leaders and leadership clients, um, as well as people who are stressed or burnt out at work. And one of the, this is a funny one, but people can resonate with this. One of the biggest things that comes up is that they're always late for meetings. Yeah. Always late. You know, it doesn't matter if the meeting, if they have, you know, scheduled it in advance, you know, on their, their phone to remind them or whatever those reminders are you get on outlook they're always late and they know it's disrespect and they know it's if they're leaders they're not showing great examples for people so those types of habits are ones that commonly come up when we do our career and leadership coaching because people mm -hmm. want to do better um, and if they're leaders they want to now lead by example rather than you know do as I say not as I do type thing right yeah. so the walk the talk right <laughs> yes so it's big one that comes up absolutely so this past well, actually in June um uh for those of you who are listening right now it's July so last month um we talked in our taking care of you free monthly discussion group about habits and about ways that we can make them better one of the things that we did discuss was how to replace those habits so I want to talk a little bit about what does that look like? So how can we replace habit? So Barbara, let's start with you and your bad habit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, replacing the hit the snooze button with something that is more productive. What would you do to replace it? Um, you know, I have thought about setting that alarm for mm -hmm. the latest time possible. Yeah. So say it's seven o'clock that I don't have a choice. I have to get up. 
Right. And then eventually over time, it will just become a, okay, the alarm's going off. I have to get out of bed. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that if you're, you know, not, I'm never late. Not that I, not that that's, you know, other people are, yes, but I don't like to be late. I am mm-hmm. um, always on time or a few minutes early. So if I'm setting that alarm at seven and I have to be somewhere by seven 30 or eight o'clock, depending on mm-hmm. how my day looks, um, I have to get up when that alarm goes off. So that mm-hmm. might be, you know, a, a, for me, an easy little way to go about doing that. So to be clear, everybody, Barb is replacing setting her alarm too early for not setting it too early. And that is the best way to overcome yeah. that habit. I love it. I love it. You know, what about for- you? Yeah, I was just going to say for me, I think it is about setting those alarms, believe it or not, on my phone to remind me to get up and move, even if it's once every hour and a half. And when I, you know, do that to also maybe do my neck exercises that my um, doctor has provided me. So get up, move around, stretch you know, and then do the exercises and then come back. But if I could do that every hour and a half, I feel that I would get more exercise in and also get the specialized exercises in as well. And Mm -hmm. I think, and I think I'm going to try this as well. I'm going to set my alarm on my phone for lunch and it's going to say 10 minute walk. Just go around the block or something in my neighborhood when I take my lunch. So it's like something that becomes part of my daily schedule, mm-hmm. right? So it becomes a, a good habit. So instead of not setting alarms and not doing my exercises, I'm going to replace that with setting those alarms to remind me to do those exercises. That's a great idea. Um, I think that's my replacement habit. Oh, and good. what about you for your clients? What are those replacement habits? What are they replacing I- with? So sometimes if it's the, the exercise piece, so maybe they're doing walking, but they're not getting their cardio in, you know, we might look at changing it up. Maybe they're jogging, maybe they're mm-hmm. biking. They might live somewhere where there's a beautiful community to bike in. Right. Skating, um, swimming. There's so yeah. many other things they can do. So it's just finding something that they continue to enjoy to do that, that can replace mm-hmm. that. Um you know, uh, there's lots of other types of habits. So the food ones, that's a little different. Um, mm-hmm. it, but yeah, it's a matter of finding that one thing. So maybe instead of, you know, eating cookies for dessert every Thursday or mm-hmm. Saturday, you have pie with grandma is that you have a bowl of fruit instead. You know, sometimes the littlest thing uh, can help mm-hmm. change, but also can help help you feel better. Yeah. I agree. You know, for my clients, when I actually had this one client that said, you know, I have to go by the lunchroom every time I go to the meeting room, to the conference room. And so people pull me in and that's why I'm always late. It's a bad habit as I let them pull me in. So then I questioned her by saying, do you really have to go by the lunchroom or is there another way around? Yeah. And turned out there was another way around. Oh, <laughs> they that's go like a, a, little, a little bit longer of a way, which is great for exercise, right? But they could go around a different way. So they replaced the habit of where the direction they were going to get to the meeting room on time. So just thinking outside the box, it doesn't have to necessarily be that alarm setting or the turning off of alarms, for example, that we've been talking about, but looking at your environment and what can you change or replace in the environment in order to break 
those bad habits. I think I I, I just question it. I always say, think outside the box. Did you have to go past there? And she was like, no, (laughs) right? So we'll talk about buddies and stuff when we talk about accountability later, but that is certainly, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, oh, that's great. Well, now that we're kind of talking about replacing habits, one of the tools that we were um, talking with the discussion group in June was around habit stacking. Yes. So Tara, maybe you can kind of explain a little bit about what habit stacking is and in terms of the habit you want to change, how you could possibly stack that habit. So there is a whole book on habit stacking. You can just look it up and you can buy it anywhere. Um, so we're only going to touch the surface of habit stacking today. But basically what habit stacking is, is looking at your habits and then stacking a new one on top or somewhere in the middle. So what it does is our habits, let's take our morning routine habits, right? So, and I can fit my exercise one in there. So for example, I get up, I have a shower, I get dressed, makeup, go downstairs, eat breakfast, come to my office, something like that. These are things that we do unconsciously. They just happen because that's what we do every single day, every single morning, right? Yeah. So if I needed to, with mine, for example, with the exercising, I can actually habit stack that. So what I can do is do my regular morning routine and before I come up to my office, I add the habit of doing my exercises in and then go to my office. So you're adding it in the middle of a current habit stack you already have. Again, remembering that habit stacks generally are things you can do unconsciously, although that's not the only way habit stacking works. The other way is to add it to the top of your habit stack. So let's say the end of the day, I go downstairs, I maybe prep dinner, eat, watch TV. What I can do with that instead is maybe before I prep dinner, I can put it in there at the bottom of the stack, or maybe I watch TV for half an hour throughout that stack because that watching TV was last. And then I do my exercises and then maybe go back to watching TV or go to bed, depending on how vigorous the exercises are. So habit stacking is basically just taking the unconscious, figuring out what it is consciously, And then adding a good habit in there that helps you get rid of a bad one. Or if you're just bringing in a new one, maybe I've never had vegetables before in my life, right? Right. (laughs) And and I want to start eating them. So while I'm making dinner, I always, I add in the habit of pulling out a vegetable and putting it on my plate. And that becomes piece of my habit stack for making dinner. So, so that is basically the idea around habit stacking. Like I said, great book out there called habit stacking. Um, And I highly recommend it as well. So Barb, what about you? Is there a way for you to habit stack? Well, I think it would be a little hard to habit stack, you know, the alarm going off, but I do remember when we had our um, discussion last month that we had one individual on the call talk about adding and it was kind of going along with your exercise piece but adding per food eating so instead of ordering food online to be delivered to her house when she got home oh yes she was going to instead when she left work she instead of calling where you know uber eats Mm -hmm. or whatever she was going to drive to the supermarket pick up her dinner and then drive home yeah because she didn't like to cook 
Yeah. And the country yeah. that she was in, you grocery shop more frequently than say we do here in Canada, where maybe it's once a week We're there, it's almost daily. So that was the way she was going to have it stacked. She always drives home from work. So when mm-hmm. she drives home, she was going to drive to the local grocery store and pick up her, her food stuffs that she needs for that night and the next day yeah. and then drive home. So I thought that was a really good way to do it because driving home from work is something you do five days a week or sometimes she did, six days a week. And she did both habit stacking and replacing. Yep. Yeah. She, she did a, both. She did great. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, and I'm, hoping she's doing a great job. And if she's listening, we're really rooting for you. And we hope you were able to make that change. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about um, creating those new habits or those replacement habits around having the motivation to do it. I mean, just being motivated to do some things can be difficult. Like in the winter, as I was saying, and you're trying to get up and the sun isn't out yet and it's dark and how do you find some motivation and accountability even to making these new habits or these good habits work? Barb, what are your thoughts on that? That, you know, maybe a couple tips for our yeah. audience today. Um, motivation can definitely come in, um, you know, maybe even, uh, you know, Tara and I talk a lot to our clients about journaling. Um, yes putting your thoughts down on paper. So sometimes that's motivation enough. If I write down that I'm going to do this, then I'm also, it's motivating me and it's also holding me accountable. Mm -hmm. I'm writing it down. So now it's concrete. It's not just in my head. It's on a written piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And maybe I put that on the fridge and tell my spouse or my child or my parent, hey, every time I do that, I want you to put a check mark beside it. So having yes, somebody around you helping you. Yeah. Um, some of the other things you can do is, uh, you know, having a reward for yourself. It's, love it's rewards. Okay. It's okay <laughs> to ha- yeah. And they can be yeah. tangible. They can be, yeah. uh, you know, a physical thing that you want, whether it's, um, you know, buying yourself something, you know, if you have the money to go buy yourself something, yeah. even if it's something small or mm-hmm. a non-tangible going for a hike. Um, yeah. having a bubble bath. Some oh, nice. Right. Yeah. Um, those things are all great ways to motivate yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't get to do that unless you go follow through with your new habit or your new habit yeah. stacking or, or your replacement habit. I do um, have, Oh, sorry. I do have one client. Her reward motivation reward is to play her one video game that she loves playing, but she doesn't allow herself to do that until her task list for the day is done. That's great. Hey, I'm going to try with my teenagers. I have teenage <laughs> boys. Let me tell you, I think that would be uh, the, the best way to Might go work. about doing that. Um, but I, I think having somebody there to support you, um, you know, if you're trying to change your exercise routine or you're trying to mm. change the way you eat for medical reasons or just you want to lose a few pounds or something at work, you want to be, um, you know, wanting someone at work to hold you accountable to showing up to your meetings on time. Yeah. You need an extra person to support you. And that's never mm-hmm. a bad thing. That's always a good thing. And sometimes mm-hmm. you'll find that person is like, Hey, I'm, I'm right. I'm going to join you. I can be right yeah. in there with. You. So, yeah. you know, some of those are little tips and tricks that um, mm-hmm. I've, are great ways to motivate and stay accountable. I like the buddy great one too. I mean, we are always here to keep our clients. Yes, accountable. coaches. Coaches, we are, we are rah, rah for everybody to, and we'll keep you accountable. We'll keep you motivated, right? 
Yeah. 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 We will. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, one of my favorite things is the buddy system. I, I call it that your accountability partner, coach, person, whatever that is. Right. And, uh, I remember one time at work, I was, you know, I, I, I have a bad memory sometimes. So I'd be like, could you please like, come get me right before that meeting starts. So I'm, I'm, make sure I'm there. I don't want to miss the meeting. Just come get me. So it's almost like you're holding each other accountable because someone's responsible for making sure you're getting to the meeting you're both attending on time, right? So it's almost like a buddy system <laughs> that we've yeah, like had that. as children, right? I mean, it's silly, but it works. Yeah. Um, and you will always be on time. <laughs> well, and you might be helping your coworker be there too, because now you're exactly. both being more aware of mm -hmm. what you want to be doing. And since you Good. both don't want to be late, you're both going to keep yourselves going and that it becomes a motivation for you as well. So I, I love that. I love that. And so I think my motivation for exercising more, uh, of course, I have a coach, obviously. Of course, I also have you, Barb, um, yep. to hold me accountable to my new habits around exercise. My motivation, I think, for me is that I'm, it's actually quite simple. I'm going to feel better. And yes. for me, that's really great motivation. I know for my leadership clients, what they find the motivation behind is that they are not the only ones who are on time. If everybody was 10 minutes late because the leader was always 10 minutes late and the leader starts going on time and saying, we're starting on time, more and more people show up on time because they don't want to miss the beginning. Yeah. Right? Or they don't want to be that last person walking in the room and everyone turns exactly. and looks at them. Exactly. So there can be really easy ways to be motivated. Um, and so I think I'm, I'm good to go on my exercises. I'm going to set my alarm today. I am going to make sure that I have that walk at lunch and maybe after dinner as well. Um, and obviously I do have my own coach and Barb making you hold me accountable to that because currently it's everybody knows I'm holding Barb accountable to a health goal that she has as well every single day she sends me a screenshot of something and I'm like way to go or what happened today um <laughs> so you know so and true. like Barb said coaches huge huge partners for you and around major changes like that but so can friends some family, I say some, right, Barb, because not yes. all family. Is you have to be very careful depending on what the goal is. If you have a mm -hmm. partner that can eat a lot and not gain any weight and they stay yeah. thin and, and you're very jealous, they're probably not the best partner to have. Exactly. Weight loss, for example, <laughs> um, you know, or somebody at work who is, is okay being late for that meeting all the time mm -hmm. and they don't like walking in five minutes late, probably not your best buddy. Um, yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, that that's those are some great ideas. You know, it's been a, a really good chat today around mm -hmm. around the habits. It's been um, yeah, it's good. It to make, We had a great discussion last month with our group and habits is a really big piece Huge. of a lot of people's lives and we all have things we want to change. So uh, 100% you know, shared a little bit and hope that everyone listening um, can realize it isn't actually too too challenging just remember habits take time they do and be patient with yourself yeah absolutely well um you know we are still looking for guests to speak about their favorite self-care topics um we have started recently uh receiving some requests to be on our brand new podcast so thank you mm -hmm. everyone 
If you have a topic you wish to discuss or a topic you hope to hear about, either way, please let us know. Uh, you can simply email us at info at twinlifecoaching.ca. Mm -hmm. So thank you everyone of our listeners for joining us today. We can't wait to bring you more of amplifying your wellness with us and with all of our guests, sharing their stories, challenges, wins, and of course, tips to help you on your self-care journey. To find out more about our services again um, and our Amplifying Your Wellness community, that's really exciting. It's new. Yes. Visit us at www.twinlifecoaching.ca. Until next time, remember everybody, you've got this. Reach out if you need anything. Thank you.